You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. I'm Steph, and I have a guest here with me today to chat about a very interesting topic, something that's never really been covered and I think is really unique to her practice. So I am going to go ahead and let her introduce herself and let you know where you can find her online. My name is Citrine Fox, and I identify as a like psychic music witch, and you can find me on citrinefoxtarot.podcast, and that is on Instagram, or I also have an email that's citrinefoxtarot at um, gmail.com, and I also have a little podcast of me reading tarot called Citrine Fox Tarot. So that's it. I love it. All right, let's get into the sort of what your practice is like, because it is very, first of all, you have a lot of moving parts, you do a lot of different things. Um, And then what you specialize in is like totally unique and different. So I would love to chat about sort of like all the different things that you do. Okay, sure. Um, See if I can think of it all. So I, (laughs) (laughs) my daily practice is I, I read tarot for myself. Um, and like I'll either do a spread or I'll just pull a couple cards um and then I also play piano so I try to do that every day it doesn't always happen but I also connect with my instrument um for for making magic happen so yeah I mean those are the main things um I also have done some not official work but some work with mediumship and I've been a psychic person forever and just kind of realized that that is witchcraft about eight months ago so (laughs) I'm not even putting those two together for a long time but yes (laughs) that's it I think so how do you use I think the main topic we're going to chat about today is how you particularly use the piano in your craft because we have like sort of briefly touched on that on the podcast before about using music and like witchcraft like together and that being like a big part of it for some people um but I've never had an episode solely dedicated to it and I, even amongst witches who use music in that way I don't think are as maybe specific as how you use the piano so I'd love to just jump into that whole topic yeah absolutely I um, mean if we, if we have to go down to the piano I can let's see so I use the piano I kind of work I have three pianos and I mostly work with one of them and I kind of teach on the other and the other one is new Um, And so I really haven't gotten to know that spirit yet. But um, so when I meet a piano for the first time, I, that sounds crazy, but that's what it is. Um, So that's not not crazy at all. I think a lot of people feel that way about their, their instruments. Cause that's like, yeah. And musicians just like feel that way. It's, It's a very personal attachment you have there. Right. So when I meet one for the first time, I kind of like sit there with it and I feel kind of its energy and you can kind of feel if it's going to vibe with you or not. Um, Like some of them are like, yes, play me. And some of them are like, "Mm, no. Um, And so the ones that I have, one of them I got for free and um, I probably wouldn't have picked it, but the one that I do love, I have a Wurlitzer baby grand and I picked it. I resonated with it right away. So it kind of communicates with me. And then eventually over time, I kind of get to know the spirit and they reveal their name to me. So my 
piano is called Francesca and she is 90 years old next year. So she's much older than me oh and she kind of has this really old spirit. Yeah. So and she sounds wow. like an old piano. Yeah. And I kind of love that. It's a little bit of a lighter sound kind of. It's not as warm and rich as like a Yamaha or something, but just kind of like, doo, doo, doo. I don't know. It sounds really good, kind of fairy-like almost in the high notes. So that's my piano. And I, I also, I don't know enough about this, but I feel like there must be some sort of connection to the type of wood used with the spirit too, because it seems much older than 90. So it's a walnut, but I don't have enough green witch background to know what that means. But anyway... Um, yeah, that's how I meet met the piano. So how do you use then the piano and like to sort of work with it in your craft and, you know, we're going to go into you playing a song, of course, but how do you sort of use that then in energetic cleansing and your spells yeah. um, as far as your home, your family, your neighborhood? Yes, thank you. Okay, so I um, I will select repertoire based on what I feel is needed. Um, there's a couple of songs that I frequently play um, and it has to do with like what I feel the frequencies are in it. So let's see, like I think of like, if it's associating with chakras, like I think of like Debussy and Chopin and stuff is like this really high chakras, like the, um, the crown chakra and the third eye chakra and, and stuff like that it seems to really cleanse things like headaches and stuff for me just because it's really high um and a lot of it just sounds like doo, 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 and I can't even make that sound <laughs> um so if you want me to I can go play it just a little notes but um and so that's kind of what I use that for and then I want to do some like healing for the community. Um, I'll open my windows and just I'll tell the piano what I want it to do. So I'm like, we are going to be cleansing this house with the element of air and we are going to be cleansing the neighborhood and providing like a sense of peace and calm. And so then I'll, I'll open the window and I'll place something in like the higher frequencies of the piano with like the really sonorant sounds. And then I'm trying to think. So during COVID, I would play this song. And I think it's actually Christmas, no Christmas, Christian song, but um, that doesn't matter. It's so fun to play. Um, so it's called It Is Well With My Soul. I don't know if you know it. I probably do. Probably. If yeah, I heard it, I would, I'd probably be like, yeah. yeah. you probably <laughs> would. Um, but I played it a lot during COVID because I'm like, I need to send this like wellness out to anyone who can like, experience it so I try to make it so that it is spreading throughout the neighborhood whether they hear it or not um if anything like vibrations can spread um that kind of message and the hope the hope is that they feel better they don't need to know why but just that people feel better and feel healthier so with that piece it was mostly kind of like the middle tones of the piano and some bass tones. Um, and so that one was like kind of like grounding and cleansing like the the chest area, like what was affected by COVID. Um, so that's what I was specifically targeting there. And then I also use like the lower notes 
to really target the the root chakra and the sacral chakra chakra and stuff like that. So yeah, that's kind of what I do. So I kind of analyze a piece and be like, this is like this, and this is like this, and this is like this. So I just kind of do it by int intuition, but also based on the frequencies. Yeah. Did that help? Yeah, that sounds really beautiful and interesting. And I know a lot of people don't work as much in their practice with sound we've talked about briefly about bells and how bells are associated with the air element but really have never done a dive into all of the different ways that music and why it is associated with that air element so I love this take and I think it's like one of the senses that people really forget about um, when they are doing witchcraft yeah totally I feel like I connect with it easier because okay this is my hypothesis but I'm an Aquarius sun sign and I'm I'm really an Aquarius so I'm <laughs> often very very in the like airy like um headspace and it's really hard for me well I can do it I'm getting better but um at like grounding and connecting to my body and so the piano also helps with that I found because if you've ever played a big piano um and maybe just because mine is older too you can feel more of the vibration but you can actually sense a vibration coming up from your feet, um, especially if you're using the pedal, and you can sense it coming up, up through your arms and fingers. And so it all just kind of connects at the center, if that makes sense. It does, it does. I've okay. never played a small piano before, so I feel like maybe I need to. I have the exact opposite of everything that you mentioned. Um, I have sure. a, Yamaha, a Yamaha grand piano. That's like gorgeous. That, that, I mean, it is gorgeous, <laughs> yes. <laughs> My parents got that, uh, I think, shortly after I was born. So it is probably, you know, some sometime in the 80s. It's from right. maybe, maybe late 70s. So it's not, you know, super old or anything like that. And we've had that forever. But it's like the exact opposite, sort of, of what you're talking about. Right, um, yeah. But I am familiar, you know, at least with like the pedal and the vibrations and things. But I can just imagine how much more pronounced that is on a smaller piano. So maybe I should try right. playing one one day. That might be really interesting to see. Yeah, my little baby grand, it's the smallest kind of baby grand that they make. It's, I think it's 50 inches by 50 inches. So it's pretty little, but it's got a, it packs a punch. Um, but yeah, I wonder about that. Like you think that if it's a longer piano, like an eight foot or something, then it would probably be able to absorb some of that by itself and you wouldn't get quite as much of it. But yeah, I like definitely. that sensory input. <laughs> it feels really good. And I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so the thing I was going to talk about with that too was, oh, I don't remember exactly what it's called, but I have this parasensory experience that a lot of musicians have actually, but not all, um, where if you are hearing a sound, you'll kind of experience it somewhat in your mind's eye as something. Um, I don't remember the name. I might have oh, to. Oh yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about, and I the name is on the tip of my tongue, and I know that Same. listeners are going to be like yelling right now. <laughs> I'm sure someone it. knows what it is. Yeah, if somebody knows, definitely. Let us know. I'm sure yeah. everybody's going to let us know. They're like, it's this. <laughs> yeah, but it's really interesting because I'll do things that I'll say things to my students, and I always thought everyone was like this because that was my experience. But I'm like, well, um, it didn't sound like a D because it's um. It didn't sound very green. It didn't sound very triangular. And they're like, what? So I don't have perfect pitch, but I sometimes can hear like 
some of those notes like our D is always green and a kind of pointy <laughs> and things like that. And like C is a little more square and orange yes. and, and things like so when I explained that to my sister, she's like, I've never thought about that because I um I never have, but I realized that what else would be a green triangle other than a D? <laughs> so I know I know that people um experience this and I think they all experience this differently, but yeah. And intervals too, I hear as shapes kind of like seconds and thirds are more like squares. Well, seconds are more like something else. I don't know (laughs) a shape that isn't real. Um, Yeah. That's so interesting. interesting. And I think that is, oh gosh, it's going to drive me crazy to not remember that word right now, but we'll figure it out. Maybe I'll figure it out after I like post this and I'll put it in like the show notes. You're like, we thought of it, guys. Uh, But I have heard of that before. I don't have it to like that extent but like if I hear a song I will associate it with a color but I think that yes. might be like more familiar to people like if you hear like a very you know dark slow song that might be like a black or purple and if you hear like a yeah. sort of like rage song that's a red like that's kind of totally that people would understand yeah. but like yours is even more broken down that's beautiful <laughs> kind of is um yeah so even in a general sense like that if you're wanting to um, do chakra based work, then you can work with the colors um, or healing work with colors, kind of like you do with candles or really anything. So I imagine you could even do like money spells with it, but I've never thought of that before right now. Um, well, I guess you yeah. have your, your next project to try out. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. So that's interesting. I actually have never put it quite together to that extent. So thank you. I bet you could. That I'm sounds like fun. Like a- a whole new world but I do think that people are most familiar with using music to cleanse but Mm -hmm. yeah I definitely don't see why you couldn't use it for a bunch of different spells and just changing the music that you're using to go with that which yeah I think is incredibly fascinating because I know that that's something that I'm guilty of is not using the air element and not using my sense of sound when it comes to my spell work. Those are both things that I am lacking in. And I think it would be really interesting to be able to bring those both in like a little bit more. Yeah. And you play. So that makes it even more of an easy transition if you feel like exploring that. So you teach as well. I do. Oh, I don't teach. I don't teach um the witchy stuff of it. Um, I just, have, just have, piano. Yeah. <laughs> I will sometimes like my teaching piano. Um is a a little upright that I have um and they so they play on that one and it's it's fine it just sounds kind of like a a normal piano there's nothing too special about it um but I will I have a little altar on there all the time they don't really know what it is but there's an altar on my teaching piano and it's there to kind of help them um you know associate the piano with good things and like I'll tell the piano before lessons if I remember to like your job today is to like help to heal the students and help to give them joy and help them to release and yeah so I think I oh, told you funny. in one of the emails um about my my student too um so she was playing this piece and she played it she suddenly went from like an intermediate student to like an advanced student in one day and it was really cool because she wow. started playing um 
just at a different level. She was just started connecting to the piano and she was playing my my Wurlitzer, so the grand. I let the bigger kids play on that one because I know they're got, not going to beat it up. Um, <laughs> but, but yes, so she was playing it and she was like, wow. And she got done with playing the song and I was literally in tears because a couple minutes before her lesson, I, was, I had been having this really horrible day and I was like, I need to cleanse like I need to cleanse my chakras, something is off, like especially in like my chest area. So I really need to to deal with that. And so I like, I did a quick candle spell for that before my students came in and then she came in and she played this piece and I cried. <laughs> and I'm not usually a big crier, but it just like released everything. And so she did it. <laughs> so I thought that was really cool. Like she, she did the magic Aww. without knowing it. So that was awesome. And also afterwards, she's like, oh my goodness, I just felt like there was like these roots coming out of my feet and into the piano. And like my hands were connected to the piano and the whole world and the universe was inside of me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, so, she's, she's, oh. she's a baby witch. <laughs> I know it was so great. I was like, oh, I can't tell you too much, but yes, you're very right. <laughs> That's so exciting. That's like peak yeah. of teaching right there. <laughs> oh, it was wonderful. And ever since then, she played it just at another level because she connected to the instrument that day. It was so cool. It's so cool when that happens. Oh, yeah, absolutely. How fun. Now, yes, at the moment, I didn't handle it very well. I was just crying <laughs> and crying and trying to get it under control. And she's like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, no, please don't be sorry. <laughs> the best day oh, ever so oh. sweet now since you are also all the other went at the beginning uh psychic and a medium do yes. you you think that your piano playing attracts um spirits like your music does it attract like spirits or animals or anything like that um so it will sometimes I feel okay so I know that spirits can pass through walls but I feel like especially if you if I open the window I'll get a lot more come in and they just kind of sit around me or like on top of the piano and I can just kind of sense them there um, and it'll be people I know who've passed or people who I don't even know or possibly even animals like one time I was playing and I felt a cat and I looked down and there was not a cat um, I do have a cat but it it was across the room. So I could, I knew it wasn't that cat. Not that so, one. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I also work with Bastet, who's a cat goddess. So it could be her or, or a little ghost, <laughs> but it really, it felt soft and it kind of purred and it rubbed on my feet while I was playing. Oh, cute. Yeah. So those kind of crazy things happen. Um, but yeah, the other things that'll happen is I'll like, I'll sometimes like talk to the spirits around me and they'll like, give me a message of what to play to help with whatever I'm feeling because I usually get drawn to the piano in moments of crisis <laughs> so like they kind of help me figure out what to play to cleanse it like I'll get a message it's like that it is well with my soul one comes up a lot either they like it or they want me to do it but yeah it's kind of interesting and but yeah I think it also just kind of opens up your mind a little bit when you're playing because you're not really thinking I mean you are but it's it's different like you're kind of in the moment and you're not thinking like this isn't real like that doesn't really pop into your head when you're playing so, right yeah 
just experience stuff. So yeah. is it your, so your goddess Bastet, um, yes. music is one of her domains, right? I don't know that much about Bastet. Yes. I have a whole episode on Bastet if you want to learn about it. And that probably only covered part of it. Oh um, yeah, I'm definitely going to find that. Right. That's well, so she's interesting. like 10,000 or something years old. So they just keep, I feel like those goddesses have a lot going on, but um, I feel like she's easiest to describe as she's kind of like a mixture of like um, Aphrodite and like Hestia and a little bit feistier too, but she's not a dark goddess. Um, not technically. She has a, a sister who is a very wrathful goddess and sometimes they are considered the same. Um, but yeah, so she's interesting. But yeah, she definitely does work with music. And I have little statues of cats all over my house. Um, so they, I just kind of like tell them that they're bastard and they, and they can like help me with whatever. She's also a, a goddess of protection of the home and like women's health and parenthood and things like that. So she helps me with that too. And teaching. Connecting oh yeah, covers like a whole, whole lot of things. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how that started. Um, I just kind of fell in love with her. So I was gonna yeah. I was gonna ask what came first, the piano and the cat or the goddess? Oh, definitely. Oh, I don't know. I think probably the piano and the cat. Because what happened a couple of years ago before, so I only started knowing I was practicing witchcraft um like a year ago. And oh, I was wow. like, oh, just like, oh, that's what that's like, called. Oh, this, this suddenly all makes sense. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm like, I've been doing this forever. Not not like candle magic and stuff. Like I started that at that time, but like the the stuff that I actually do day to day, um, I've been doing for a long time. And the the tarot's also new to me relatively. But yeah, so um I always have seen spirits and I always have played piano and had weird things visions when I play piano and like experiences like that or I'll I remember like looking up during a track meet once in high school and it was raining and I saw this like little patch of sun and I was like that will be during my race and that happened and just like things like that forever happened and so I've always kind of been a witch and not had the word so no that's that's right. exciting to be able to like figure that all out and put it all together and kind of have everything right. come full circle like that yeah so that's when I started listening to your podcast and I've listened to every episode. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, I think you're one of the first ones I started listening to. Oh, that's exciting. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so glad. I'm glad you've been listening all the time. And I'm glad it's been helpful. <laughs> totally. Totally. You are very knowledgeable. And I'm really excited that you were willing to come on and chat about this because like I said it's something that I haven't covered you know you've listened to all of the episodes uh that I haven't covered and I think is really unique and music in witchcraft is just not talked about enough and obviously not something I specialize in so it's really exciting to hear about all of this from you so thank you for sharing yeah. oh I remembered your your question was whether Bastet the goddess came first or um piano and spirits came first and I think piano came first but I've always been really drawn to cats and I saw her in like the sixth grade unit that we studied um Egyptian like ancient Egyptian stuff and I was totally into that like way into it and thought everyone else was too I don't know if they were or not 
<laughs> but I saw a picture of her in one of the textbooks and I like really wanted to know more about her and I kept asking people and no one knew anything other than she's the cat goddess and it's just so much more than that so I kind of tabled it because I couldn't get any any information and years later like just cats started popping up everywhere and I kept buying cat statues and putting them in my house and eventually ended up with a Bastet statue. And then I had to figure out who she was. And then I did research and everything kind of became this practice, but yeah. So she was like kind of always there in the background, just waiting. Kind of, yeah, exactly. At least since like about sixth grade. Very, very excited. I love that way. When you're like that age and you just find something and it totally speaks to you and you think everybody else is as in love with it as you are, but they're yep. usually not. <laughs> totally <laughs> <a> true. Age. <laughs> I'm totally, I'm, I'm even guilty of that now where like I find a new thing and I'm like, okay, I love this. So everybody loves it. And I'm going to talk their ears off about it. And it's never the case. Yeah. <laughs> That's my whole life. Just ask oh, my yeah. husband. He's like, no one else cares. <laughs> I think that he does listen like, at least. Yeah, yeah, man, we're good at that. I think our switches have that in common. Where we yeah, like totally. find a new topic under witchcraft, and we just do a deep dive. And we're so invested, and we think everybody else is too. And they're like, "No, we're really not." <laughs> totally. That's why it's great to have this community. <laughs> like, yes, definitely. Totally. I've been noticing though. I now I think I see witches everywhere, but I don't think that they all actually are. So I have to be a little careful and not be like, "Hi, I'm a witch. Are you a witch?" So kind of learned that the community online is almost deceivingly large compared yeah. to in, in my little town. That's true. It's like much easier to find people online and people are able to be more honest because you can protect your personality and like your pictures a little bit. Um, yes. And so it's just easier to, to find that community online than it is in person. Totally agree. Well, the last thing that we were going to do is to have you actually play on the episode so this is very exciting okay. because absolutely nobody has played before on an okay we'll see what happens the very first um so very excited about that so let's first tell the listeners what it is that you're going to play sure so i am going to play claire de lune by debussy I think most people are familiar, at least once they start hearing it, I'm sure they'll know because it's on like every relaxation playlist ever made. But um, I think it's really good for cleansing, especially the really upper stuff, um, like depression, anxiety, things like that, um, headaches. So that's what I play it for. Um But usually I'll just like tell my piano to do that. So should I do that? Yes, let's okay. do it. <laughs> sure. So I'm just sitting on my bench and I just like hold the sides of the piano and I just tell it what to do. So, okay. Hi, Francesca. Your job today is to project, project out to the airwaves, healing, cleansing, especially of the upper chakras, but also to ground because there's some of that too. And this really does range everything, but I'm specifically targeting that. And she says, okay.
that was absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that and sharing that piece of your practice, because that is like, you know, a piece of your soul going out there to the, all the listeners. So that's huge. Thank you. And listeners, that is everything that we have for this week. So I'm going to have everything linked in case you want to connect or have any additional questions about music, piano in witchcraft. And if you can think about the word that we were trying to think of, where you can hear the, see the music in your mind as a color or a shape, um, let us know what the word is for that because we are very curious now. Yes. <laughs> That's everything that I have. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Need even more? Subscribe to Patreon and YouTube for exclusive bonus content. Order a themed witchcraft box every month through Witch Wednesdays on Etsy. Be sure to follow on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast. Find all these links and more at witchwednesdays.com.